Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. Welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome to episode 559. This past weekend, my dear friend Dr. Shafali did offered a wonderful uh, year-end wrap-up for 2020, which I sat in on. And she shared something, she shared an exercise in that course which I loved so much, I wanted to share it with you here. Now, if you'd like to sit in, listen in on her entire course that she offered or a webinar that she offered this weekend, I will put the link in the show notes and I think it's available for about 50 days. So you can hop on that right away if you would like. You can get the recording. But anyway, what she had everyone do is to get a piece of paper and write down what they were thinking as they moved from 2019 to 2020. What were their goals, dreams, wishes, ideas, visions for the new year of 2020? Because we know that Several weeks into 2020, this year turned completely upside down with a global pandemic. And in the U.S., as the months ticked on, more and more divisiveness and heat and tension in our election season and our election and the aftermath of that. Not to mention the death of George Floyd and countless others and the racial reckoning that our country went through. Those are just some of the big headline-grabbing things that happened this year. We did not foresee any of that coming as we sat through, as we walked through the last week of 2019. And in her exercise, she wanted you to really look, try to remember back at what your ideas were as you walked into 2020. Did you have ideas of putting a new deck on the back of your house, getting a new job, finishing school, who knows what? Did you have ideas for your children? Did you have dreams and plans and wishes and goals for them? And now, as you sit here coming on to the last week of 2020 
and you look to 2021, how does this week, how does this period of time, this last bit of the year, compare to where you were last year? As you look to 2021, what does it look like? What are your thoughts and your ideas, your visions, your dreams, your goals, your wishes, your aspirations for 2021? And how are they different from all of those things for 2020, from a year ago? What lessons have you learned through the challenges of 2020? Have you learned any? How are you a different person, perhaps a better version of yourself after living through 2020? With all of its challenges, I'm sure you have more than a few scrapes and bruises from this year, maybe even some more significant wounds from this year, especially if you lost a loved one, your job, or other kinds of things. But how are you, are you a better version of yourself? Has this year broken you open to the core of who it is you are and encouraged you or shown you to focus on perhaps different things than you may have been focusing on in 2019? I know for myself, all of this reckoning was forced upon me 19 years ago when my newborn daughter, Sydney, died of a heart defect in my arms at the age of 24 days. This is not something I wished for, planned for, hoped for. In fact, it was completely opposite of everything I dreamed about, wished for, begged for, bargained for, pleaded for back then. But I had no control of the events that were about to unfold in my life. As we did not have control over the events that were unfolding throughout this year. And that devastating experience in my life 19 years ago really, really broke me open. It broke me down to the core of who it is I was. It forced me to look at what was really important in life and what really was not. It forced me to go beyond the surface, the clothes I wore, the people I hung out with, these uh, outward signs of status or symbol or, or whatever. I realized back then that none of that was important. None of it really was important. What really mattered was who I was, how I looked at the world, what I understood about things that were happening in my life and in the world. And I think perhaps most important, how I could make something good come out of something really, really hard. And I committed back then when Sydney died that I was not going to let her death be in vain. I was not going to let that suffering be for nothing. 
I vowed to myself that I would learn everything I could out of that experience and that I would come out of it a better person, a better version of myself, closer to the person I came here to be. And I think that is the invitation that we all have as we look to bring 2020 to a close. All of the hardships of this year, the uncertainty, the fear, the stressors, the challenges, the losses, the suffering, all of it, all of it you can bring value to by seeing, finding out what it is you can learn from this year. How can you show up at a, as a better, better version of yourself in your life? How can you get more, squeeze more out of this life? How can you move into 2020 looking forward with more hope and more optimism and less suffering? The suffering is magnified by the way we view it. If we view our challenges as an opportunity to learn and to grow, we suffer less. If we view our challenges as a torture and a punishment and something to just grit our teeth and get through, we're going to suffer more and we resist it. Accepting the as-is of, of how life is at this moment in time is powerful. It's freeing. And I invite you to do that as you begin to wrap up the year of 2020. I spoke of this a lot at the end of 2019. It occurred to me somewhere in the late summer, early fall of 2019 that 2020 was the year of seeing clearly, like 2020 vision. And certainly 2020... <laughs> offered us many opportunities to see our lives and to see the world a little bit clearer. Whether we accepted that invitation or not, uh, I have no idea. Whether you accepted that invitation or not, I know I tried to accept the invitation every time it was offered to me. So, but it's not too late. You can look back on this year and the things that happened and see if you can see it more clearly and, and squeeze some goodness out of it. Learn some lessons and allow it to sculpt you into a, an even better version of yourself. So that is what I would like to share with you as we march forward towards the end of 2020. Do a little bit of soul searching, a little bit of reevaluating of this year. If you want to sign up for Dr. Shafali's course, check out the link in the show notes because it was fabulous, as she always is. And I invite you to welcome 2021 with an open heart, with a spirit of optimism and acceptance of whatever comes your way. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Wherever you are in this world, I hope you make it a very clear-seeing day. 
That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to Aaron at Aaron-Taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.